Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode seven. We are going to do a, a year wrap up uh, in this episode. So we don't have a guest or anything. It's just us hanging out, uh, just kind of reminiscing about our uh, year and uh, everything that went on in the arts and entertainment scene in the area. So uh, let's very quickly, uh, I, I don't want to you know take up too much time with this because we have a lot of ground to cover. Um, just the stuff that's going on in the site. We have an interview uh, with uh, comedian Dan Hopple uh, that's coming out this week. Um, thank you for your patience, Dan. I, I apologize that it took uh, longer than I wanted, but I've just been uh, just been busy with other stuff. Uh, he's a very funny guy, very interesting guy. Uh, he has a, a really interesting story is how he got into comedy, so check that out. Uh, we got an hour-long video of uh, the music that was on holiday on the square. So if you're still in the, uh, the holiday mood, uh, as we end the year, uh, to, uh, check that out. Oh, Chris did that, right? Yeah. Chris and, and Mary uh, Francis. That's right. Uh, uh, Chris Bolton, uh, uh, gave us the, uh, the video. It's also airing on, uh, ECTV. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's a very nice video. It's got, uh, got some holiday music, but, uh, it's not all holiday music and there's, uh, uh, plenty of different artists on there. And uh, there's also uh, kind of a slideshow of photos and stuff and, you know, just videos of people uh, shopping around on Holiday in the Square and stuff. It's it's nice. And it was, it's, a, it's a nice contrast to Black Friday or that's right. Yeah. Crazy shopping. You can tell like everyone's happy to be there. Every, <laughs> yeah, it's very calm. Like, yeah. I need tickle me Elmo. Right. Nobody's ripping everybody else apart. Right. It's really wonderful. Yeah. It's, it, it shows you what holiday shopping could be like, right. You know, so shop local, I guess is the, uh, the lesson to be learned there. Shop local, save on your emergency room bill. <laughs> And we, we've uh, got lots of uh, photo packages uh, this week. Uh, we have everything from the uh, Down to Six uh, CD release show that was over the weekend. How was that? Uh, I didn't get to go, unfortunately. I feel like, I feel like the dude. I really wanted to. Yeah. And uh, I didn't, I didn't get the opportunity, but uh, from the, from the photo, the photos look good. And everybody who went said it was great and uh, they sounded really good. They're a, so. real bun- they're a bunch of real talented guys. Yeah. Well, the whole. I don't know them personally, but you know. The, the whole lineup was really great that yeah. night. Yeah. I don't know Tool either, but I could say they're a bunch of talented guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we've uh, we've premiered some of their songs on the site, so uh, some of their I'm music really is proud streaming of there. I'm really proud of Local recently. Well, uh, I mean, within like the last like year or two. You know, we'll we'll get into that in a second. Actually, of all of the just just a, I was just going through a, the list of CDs that came out this year. Just the just the albums. I tried to leave out like the singles and stuff like that because yeah. you know there's really artists release songs here and there, and that format's changing all the time. So maybe you know albums won't be a thing in the future. But right now, you know, uh, that's still kind of the benchmark that. Uh, bands go by and there was just so many to list and I'm and I'm probably missed a whole bunch which uh, I'll feel bad about after when they message me they oh, score you. yeah when yeah that scranton <laughs> fucking sucks guy comes after you again did he, did he post again <laughs> no you know Damn what it. though you want it you want to know a, 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 a funny coincidence though uh, there was a gentleman <laughs> yesterday that the first one that I've had to block from uh, our Facebook uh, he really, yeah. Well, it was just some guy it went, it he went run that far. He had, yeah, he's, he's had a page. Apparently he started since 2011 and it just, uh, it's just Scranton sucks. It's just, uh, it's as, Oh yeah, that guy. No, not to be confused with the more famous one. This is just one that somebody started on Facebook, just another page. The only updates on it 
are just random words, usually just like fuck and like, you know, on his, uh, on his Facebook page. Yes. Scranton sucks. Yes. And, uh, um, there's another Scranton sucks page, isn't there? Yes, there is. There is one that's like regularly updated. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, potholes, right it looks like it looks like mining has happened yeah like strip mining oh, yeah there's a there's like a lot of memes those. on there yeah scranton's the, the scranton sucks that i think that you know we enjoy in a in a totally i don't know is the word satirical yeah 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 in yeah. a satirical way is scranton yeah the, the only reason i had to block this guy is not because he thinks scranton sucks it was because he uh was using a racial term oh. to uh refer to a, a a guy who uh posted his music on the page really yeah yeah he had to go and drop some n-bombs so i had to i had to get rid what, of him for what no no real reason he just he spammed the same thing about 20 times i guess because he's got nothing better to do like copy paste yeah yeah just uh, um uh, what, what did he say a derelicit nigger or something like that derelicit derelicit yeah nigga and he, he spelled it n-i-g-g-a and uh that was I, I didn't understand the point but it was all over his own page too if you went to this this uh the guy's facebook it was just that posted over and over again so what is he a psycho i don't know i don't I, I don't know if he thinks it's funny or or what but uh I, I don't want to get into a broad national topic but 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 jesus you know for people who are like racism's dead i really don't think so no, and I know not. this is like a heavy. There's some topic people that keep it alive. Yeah, this guy does. Well, yeah, and and like this guy's life is just filled with hate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like to have nothing better to yeah, do. Yeah, like what, like what, like seriously, like you're gonna sling that from like your IP address. Like what a pussy. Oh yeah, exactly. He's probably like some white supremacist that's gonna come after me now. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, it is it is a hot topic of the year, and I don't have to remind anybody about what's going on. But it ha- but, but here's the thing: it's local too. It is local yep. too. You know what I mean? Right. Like just as much good as we have, we have the bad, and and you know it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. to point out that you know right. We're a special place, but we're not sure special enough to be devoid of, of ignorance and intolerance. On the bright side, um, if anybody in the world can prove their ancestry back to Spain in 19, oh, no, 1492 and, and they are of Jewish descent, they can actually get Spanish citizenship uh, because of uh, the exile from Spain, apparently. I heard this on NPR. Hmm. <laughs> But that's like one of those so steps. So you have to do a 600-year Ancestry.com. Yes, actually, yes. But and that's kind of difficult. And all you get out of it is, is, is citizenship. Do you know how hard it is to get EU citizenship, though? It's I don't, I don't almost know. impossible. It's hard enough to get citizenship in Westside, man. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> saying know? there's like there's things going on in the world to start healing these these things that have gone on. And just because something happened in 1492, it you don't forget. That's when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> on the Nina, the, the Nina the Pinta in the Santa Monica. Well, at least according to the victors in history. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I always, I always tell Jimmy this. I'd say, I'd say, Jim, um, history is written by the victorious. It's never written by the people who lose the battle. Oh, I, I thought it was uh, history was written by Victor all these years. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was just some guy. Von Doom. It was yeah. written by Victor Von Doom. Oh, I wish. That would have been awesome. It would be the best. I hate the Human Torch. And it would all be in first person, which would be great, too. It'd, yes. all, it'd all be him uh, uh, talking in the, in, the, in the third person as, as monologuing. As doom on doom this, doom yeah. that. Yeah, it would be fantastic. Actually, well, I, mean, I mean, you know, bringing up that 
I don't know. Is it apropos to like even bring it up, especially like with with what happened in New York recently? I mean, is is that like because I know there's like this big social discussion, and I don't want to. You could tell me to like let's skip, which I'm totally fine well, with. But we, I think, but I think it I, it it bothers me this idea of like this is what it's come to. I know, like, doesn't that like it? It really is. You know what I mean? Like, like, like both sides of, of the race issue has its own set. It's like fundamentalist religion. You know what I mean? Like they have like, they're crazies. Not all Catholics are bad. Not all Jews are bad. Not all Muslims are bad, but everybody has like their own little crazy. Everybody has a a crazy uncle. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think, I think with the protests and stuff going on, you know, some, some of it, you know, some of it could be considered race baiting and stuff like that. And you know, you're from New York. I mean, I was in New York. I don't, but, but you know, do you, do you think it was all right for the, for the cops to turn their back to the mayor? That's interesting at the funeral. It was, it was twice. It was at the well, press the, conference yeah. and at the funeral. I, I'm not, I, I don't mean to get off topic. Right? I, if you're just I'm like, sorry. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah. We probably just should it, that. Cause that's all right. Yeah, I'll save that for my. We're diet. in NEPA. We're not home. in New York. Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll put it to you this: what we did um, a couple weeks ago, uh, a photographer uh, Keith Perks, who's been sending us stuff. He actually went to New York and he shot some of the the uh, protests there um, a few weeks on ago. his own, not with yeah, yeah. And and he said, "You do you want the photos? You know, like I'm I'm you know looking to to post them somewhere." And I said, "Yeah, why not? You know, like it." There, there wasn't, and uh, all the reaction on Facebook and stuff was positive. People liked the photos. There was no big, it didn't turn into a big debate or anything like that, which I was kind of thankful for. At the same time, I was like <coughs> waiting for that one guy to be like, oh, you're arts and entertainment. What's this? Why is this here? And whatever. And it's like, you know, to me, but it's... It all, but, but, but arts and entertainment all fuels into the social consciousness mm-hmm. and exactly. what's, what's going on. It's an extension of... Yep. You know, and art, most, art is the thing that holds the mirror up to, you know, what's going on in the world. Without right. that, we would have had Imagine to, by John Lennon. If you've ever been yeah. to a protest or an occupation in New York, a lot of it is arts and entertainment. It is. Oriented. Right. It's a beautiful experience. Well, there was a, there was a one of the photos was a, a guy who he was, uh, I or a woman, I couldn't tell, honestly, because the costume was really well done. But it um, it, it looked, like, looked like later Lady Liberty and she was uh, in a chokehold. And on the ground and everything, and it was all like um, spray painted different colors and stuff like that. It was really interesting, but you know stuff like that that you don't normally see. Um, you know, like just those those particular shots. Yeah, I mean, and he that, did a little video too. But that's like you know to me like that's the maybe maybe it is the beautiful thing about art is 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 because in 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 one image or in one piece of art, you could say you know a novel. Right of what of what is going yeah on the image the says it all yeah yeah you know it's uh, as a writer it's it's even more frustrating because it's like I, I just you can't show it <laughs> yeah well I, yeah I, I'm here and... you know typing for hours and hours and you know your this guy goes your yep your photo says like, it all it. <laughs> at a certain point all the yelling and screaming uh, on in any this is a classroom thing you can yell and scream all you want when everyone's yelling and screaming nobody listens. As soon as you start talking very quietly, everybody has to be very quiet around you in order to listen. My grandfather told mm. me that. And sometimes... He goes, if you want people to listen to you, talk real quiet. Because they don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
And what that does is it calms down the situation. Like, let's not, let's not be incised. Is that the correct word? Incensed. Incensed. Let's not yeah. be incensed with what's going on. I mean, let's, let's be incensed, but like, let's talk about it like adults. Cause nothing gets solved with fuck you. Fuck you. You never come to a common ground with that. That right. happens. And that happens in friendships too. Like yeah. it's, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not just like, how would you handle a situation personally? Rather, you know, the whole social, mm-hmm. you know, dichotomy of the whole thing. How would you, and I think that's the simple reason to do it. I don't know. I watched a lot of documentaries over the, since Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> the internet's own boy. I watched that. Did you see that yet? No. It's about Aaron Schwartz, the co-founder of Reddit, mm-hmm. who was, yeah, you know, that whole story. Yeah. Watch it. It's really good. Okay. <clears throat> do we uh do we want to get into the the year then just all the stuff that went yeah, on yeah sorry okay. for my I, no i'll 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 list them and then we can just kind of go off on whatever we want to talk about and, okay. and, and okay. in fact since we're on the topic of movies already uh i think the the big movie this year in the area anyway uh was the uh, kids for cash documentary yeah i watched that and so what were, what were your feelings on it <clears throat> i you know the best way to I think I don't think the story look when you when you make a documentary there's no such thing as uh, you kind of have to take a side you know what I mean like you can't just it's not verite it's not like it is what it is like I think the only true form of documentary is like a closed circuit camera whatever we get we get when you start editing it it, it takes a side um and I, and I know that they try to remain biased is the word I'm looking for. You end up being biased in some degree. Um, you know, it's that, that's a horrible corrupt situation. And I think I was very unfulfilled by the end of it and not, not as a movie goer mm. or as a movie enthusiast. Um, I think there was more to the story. Like I, w- I wouldn't have minded it being like three hours long. Right. You know, just to get more to the nitty gritty of it, mm. you know, to, to, to show how really truly bad it was mm. you know what what i what i uh what i did enjoy about it was um what was unexpected because obviously uh you know as a newspaper guy and everything i'd followed the story for years was, and were I you at that paper on. were you at the paper when that was going on yeah i was actually did you um, ever report on it i didn't i didn't I, I was i was just on the outskirts of it because uh my uh my beat didn't have anything to do with it. So uh, there were days where I did have to run over to the courthouse to, you know, hold a camera, get a video, things like that, you know, help out. Uh, But I was never one of the main reporters on it. I just kind of watched it, which was also an interesting perspective. That the uh, the mom um, whose son committed suicide was, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, and, and who is Shivarella? Yeah. He was the one who was my, he was the main one. Yeah. He was primarily, and he was just like, Conahan was the other, but he, he was never really, at least as far as the documentary portrayed him, you know, I watched, I watched Romney when it came out on Netflix and I was like, and I was like an anti, an anti Romney guy. And I watched Romney. I'm like, Oh, he's just like, he's like a guy. Like, he's not like, Mm -hmm. you know, he has a family, he has feelings, he has all this stuff. And, um, the judge just, he just seemed unremorseful. Like he wasn't even, he wasn't even like apologetic for it. He wasn't even. No, I, I, I honestly, um, you can't feel bad for him in that sense. The only way you could feel bad for him is, is that he's deluded. 
Like you feel like this guy is just so delusional and that he's convinced himself of it. It's like how like he was people righteous. cope with certain yeah. things. Yeah. Well, what, and that's, that's what I really, what, what I, I liked. I thought one of the main messages of it that surprised me, um, was that they took this approach of, of saying, um, this was all our fault. This was not just the, you know, some sick mastermind who was making money off of sending kids to jail. This was uh, something where, you know, and the the first thing that they show you is one of his uh, commercials when he was running for judge. Yeah. And basically he was running on this campaign of we need to be harder on these kids and we need to put them away and, you know, that we need to show them who's boss and that sort of thing, you know, (laughs) like be tough. But the thing was, is the community loved it. They were all about it. And that's how he got elected over and over because, well, because, because he ran on this zero tolerance thing. And what, what when they examined zero tolerance, that's what I thought was the most interesting part of it because then it became the national debate. It wasn't just talking about uh, what was going on here, but questioning just the very idea of zero tolerance and how messed up that is. Yeah. You know, just, I mean, we, as, as kids, we all make mistakes. We do all do silly things. And the idea yeah, of kids, zero these tolerance. Are, these were kids who were like getting in trouble for like throwing dinner at somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this was real. The, I mean, the, uh, well, I think one of the most, the, the silliest ones was, uh, the girl who made, uh, uh, a website and she just was poking fun of her principal. It was, it was essentially the digital version of drawing a doodle in class of the, how ugly the principal is or how goofy right. the teacher looks or whatever. It was essentially that. And uh, they put her away like a hardened criminal. And uh, a lot of these kids, uh, you know, they, as they show, they never recover from that because once they're in the system and they're used to living on the inside of that, they don't know how to live on the outside. Once they get out, they end up right back in. So some of them end up kind of going on to do normal things or, you know, one girl, you know, ends up kind of helping other people that are in that situation. But, uh, you know, other ones where you could tell this kid was never in trouble in his life and he was never going to get in trouble in his life now is just a, a member of the system forever. Like he's never going to escape that. And, that's, and there used to be crazy. There used, there to, used to be the day when the police showed up and they were like, stop doing that. Well, yeah. And that's you know, the, well, well your I, mom's your parent or your dad's your parent. Like stop doing that. And the other thing was, is like these kids, you know, a lot of them were like, not all of them, but you know, a lot of, some of them were, you know, broken home kids who right. are, who are like, you know, to add insult to injury. It's like, Oh, not only, you know, is your life not as quote unquote normal as it could be, you're now a criminal. Yeah. For doing nothing. You right. Know? Or, or something as simple as, you know, oh, you know, this, this kid said something to me and I pushed him and that was it. You know, it's something that all kids do. You know, I did kids it in fight, school man. too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was picked on. And sometimes you stand up for yourself. And a lot of times that that was the case. It was just somebody standing up for themselves and they end up, you know, just becoming part of this, this, you know, horrible machine. And, uh, just the, the, the I, I thought it was funny too. Oh, Chivarella goes, uh, you know, when, when he, when I was a kid, yeah, you know, I got in trouble sometimes too. And then, you know, then the cop would give me a ride home and a stern talking to, and that sort of thing. And I'm like, so if that worked for you and you're saying that that was effective and that he made you the that. guy that you are today, did, does, does, have you ever stopped to think, well, maybe that's what we should be doing for kids today. And, and if it worked then, then why, why, why do they have to go to prison now? You know, well, instead of sending you to jail, right? 
Let's bring you in the courtroom. Yeah. Let's say you could be here. Just be smart. And these kids never even got a fair chance in the courtroom. No, they were told never to have lawyers. They were told never to like, yep. you know what I mean? And then all these kids get sent away. And like, what do the parents do? Like, they don't know. They're not legal, you know, right. experts. And they're just like, oh, no. Yeah. It, I don't know. That movie, anybody who hasn't seen it, you should see it. But it's 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 heartbreaking. It's infuriating. And it's educational. I just wish there was, you know. Yeah. That there was coming it, from a curiosity side, I, I wish there was more to it. It leaves you wanting more. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, music-wise, we've had so much going on uh, in the past year, and you know, it comes up a lot on the site and the podcast. Here's just a list of just the ones that I could find right away. Just to, you know, while I was browsing around today and kind of going through stories I wrote this year and stuff. Uh, I did, do have my favorite local album this year. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you, you let me, you let me know what it is. I will when you're done. Okay. Cause I think we should recognize the great talent locally. Okay. Uh, well, uh, speaking of down to six earlier, uh, down to six, just put out their new album, Atlantic, uh, social state, uh, how to get to heaven as Dakota kindness, uh, fire with friends, ghost house, uh, the great party, new laws, uh, Sue's sounds from Thursday evening. Uh, ew, you boo, keep dreaming, uh, Coal town rounders, numero uno, uh, Grace's downfall, change, ju- adjust, continue. Uh, blinded passenger, the electric. Uh, threat point, uh, careful what you wish for. Ion attraction, staircases. Uh, three to breathe, life after survival. Uh, without a martyr, uh, who actually just broke up uh, this week. Did actually, they? yep. Uh, they put out the pitch black EP, so I guess they were that's heavy. Their, they're one and only. Uh, young young guys, so I, I'm sure They'll bounce back. They're I'm the, sure yeah. they're going to do more. I I can't think imagine of, the them thing about musicians is they break up all the time. Exactly, you know, you, and you then they form keep, something yeah, else. You just got to keep pushing through. Yep. Um, uh, Jack Woodbridge, you don't know Jack. Jack. Um, you you guys uh, you guys did the video for that. Yeah. 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 Um, Dustin Douglas and the electric gentleman, uh, black skies and starlight. One of the best guitar players I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he was, he was a fun interview too. Uh, we, yeah. we, did <laughs> we did a story with him a couple months back and, uh, the two, the two big ones this year, um, in terms of, uh, scope and everything, cause they're both signed. Uh, the Menzingers put out rented world and uh, motionless and white put out incarnate and they're both uh, reincarnate and they're both on uh, major labels and, and they're both out of the area now. Uh, but they, you know, they, they still come back home rather often. They've both been back home this year actually. Um, so, and, and you know, we'll mention the, the Menzingers in a little bit. So what was your favorite of the year? Yes. I absolutely loved a social States album. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I, that might, that might be, that might be the top one. And and it's not like, it's not to down. No, any other band. Um, Estacota is really good. Blind and Passion is really good. Uyabu is really good. Um, it was, it was, it was just, you know, it, it was, and it was weird because Ed Cuzo, um, from a social state, you know, he stops by, hangs out every now and again. Um, I love him to death. He's the most humble uh gracious appreciative musician i've probably ever ran into um he was so he's like hey man this is like nine nine months before they released it he's like hey man you want to hear the album and i'm like yeah and he's sitting there going like because he had it but they just couldn't release it yet Mm. and um 
I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to it and I'm looking at him and like every track I'm like, Ed, this is amazing. And he's like, Oh man, do you really think so? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this is one of the best albums like I've ever heard. And like from, from front to back, it's awesome. It starts off the way it needs to start off, start off. And it ends on such a high note. And I said to him, I said, I said the last track oh, for the life of me, I forget it. But I said to him, I'm like, I'm like, if, if, if I could write this song and I'm not a musician, but if I could write this song, I'd be absolutely, that's it. I've, 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 I've peaked. Like that's how good the, the last track is on that album. I love it. Jim, Jimmy, do you have a, do you have a favorite this year? <clears throat> Um, you're going to have a couple favorites next year. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I honestly, I know I listened to a social state. Some of the other albums that you mentioned, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to listen to. Sure. So it wouldn't really be fair for me to make a judgment, but, um, I know I really gravitated toward the social. Well, state definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I had some exposure to, you know, a couple different bands from having live performances here at the studio. And again, I, I really appreciate there's a wide variety of different music from, heavy metal to more acoustic rock to um, we had people here that were mainly doing things to, um, to well, to, to backing tracks or whatever. But yeah, I, I agree. Social State was a phenomenal album and um, I might be biased on this, but I know we have a, an album being released soon. Uh, it was from just Tom announced Graham. today. Yeah. From Tom Graham. Mm. And that was a project that he and I started about maybe about four or five years ago when I had the studio at my parents' house in the living room. It could have been room. that long. Is it really that long? Yeah, it was like 2009, 2010. Wow. And, um... No, we... we, we weren't we, we here? So, no, we went... No. Nope. We weren't here yet? No, because I had all my gear That's up right. at my parents' house. That's right. Yeah, you're house. right. Yeah. So, and I was, um, you know, so we recorded it basically in the living room of my parents' house, and then a couple different events happened that kind of put the album on hold. And last summer into the beginning of this year, um... He was, or this fall, he was, you know, let's get the album going again. Let's get it finished because we were about 85% of the way there. We just really had to put down a couple, you know, new vocal parts and orchestration parts and things like that. So we finally finished it. Um, we recorded it here, mixed it up at um, Windmill Studio with Eric Ritter. And I think he sent it out to somewhere in Chicago to have it mastered, but I'm, I'm very happy with the way it turned out. So I can't I'm wait for people for, to hear it, man. For, yeah, such... just, and I'm excited just to hear feedback because. You know, I co-produced that with Tom and we bounced all of our ideas off of each other. And I'm just curious to see feedback and see how people receive it, you know? So. And that's coming out in February? I believe so, I yes. I think it was yeah. February. Oh, I feel awful. I think it was February 10th. Okay. I think, I, I think that's the date. Because uh, I, I just received the release like uh, maybe a few minutes before we started, actually. So, yeah, I uh, think, I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's February 10th. It honestly, like it, it's a really good album. We spent a lot of time on each track. And, you know, when you're working on an album with different tracks, it's nice to be able to have the luxury of bouncing back and forth when you feel like you've ex exhausted yourself on one track. But we spent so much time just making sure each song was had its own unique uh, signature to it. And we kind of pushed ourselves creatively. You know, we would think it would be there, and I would suggest something to Tom or Tom to me. And to the point where like we were pointing out little things that the average listener would never even listen, would even hear, but we took it to a level even where like when we were mixing it, like w when you we wear a pair of headphones and listen to it, you get a whole experience in itself. So we paid attention to all little details. 
I'm really, I'm really excited for that. I think that's going to be awesome. <clears throat> not, not to like, you know, and that was recorded right here in the studio. It was recorded. Yeah. It, it was, was recorded in my living room. And finished here. <laughs> yeah. And then at Eric's studio, he had his mixing console was owned by the Bee Gees. Wow. So we got to finish it on a, we'll mix it through the console. That yeah. The but Bee our Gees mixing console cool. is from where? WVIA. And it had a lot of polkas run through it. We have the, mm. we have the WVIA polka console. Yeah. So chicken in your pants. So. Yeah. So look Stanky for that. in the coal miners and look for that polka <laughs> influence. Stanky, what was his name? Stanky in the Stanky coal miners. Stanky in the coal miners. <laughs> and Jan yeah, Levan and those guys. That always sounded like a like a band that would be on Ren and Stimpy. Stanky, Stanky in the coal miners. Yeah, yeah, Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. are the two. Right. Yeah. That's what I would think of. No, Tom's album, and I you know I know we're doing a lot of free pl- free press for him, but Tom's album's going to be killer. And I hope, I hope upon hope that the world. Um, receives it as well as we are excited to have the world receive it. I don't even know if that was a sentence. No, I'm not sure if it was. Sense. Yeah. It was more like it was, it was a free, right? Okay. I know what, what you I were did. trying to say. I know, baby. I, I, and I know he's, he's friends with the, the cabinet guys and they had their, their second annual festival this year. Uh, the old farmer's ball, which ended up becoming the Susquehanna breakdown from now on. I guess there was a, a, a conflict with the name. There was already an old farmer's ball somewhere else. So they had to change it. That's all right, man. They keep the, the, the Bill Orner is a is a is a a force to be reckoned with. A, 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 a brilliant manager and marketer. Oh my god! Yeah, and he's yeah. so like chill and cool and right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yep. love Bill. I think Bill's brilliant. Yeah, and uh, not a bad musician. Either. And <laughs> no, definitely not. And a lot of. Um, Actually, one of the videos uh, in, in the uh, the video that I mentioned earlier that we have on the site, it's Bill Orner and Tom Graham playing together on uh, at, at uh, Holiday on the Square. They're one of the artists. Oh, yeah. I saw some of that. Yeah. I, I, I skimmed through it I, just because I didn't have like an hour. Right. Yeah. And that's the good thing about it is you can, you can skip through it and you can, you know, find which artists you want to listen yeah. to and just do that. Um, so yeah, they, they did a Susquehanna breakdown and that was another, uh, big event this pretty, year. That was a pretty big success, man. Well, you know, every it's, uh, old farmers ball did really well and this did even better and it's, it's just getting bigger and bigger every year. So I'm really happy for those guys that they're, uh, they're having the success that they have with that. Cause it's a, it's a all local festival, you know, featuring, uh, you know, a good portion of local bands, you know, there's, right. there's a couple that they get from out of the area. Um, but you know, they're, they're bands that usually come through here rather often or that other bands from around here tour with. So it's, it's cool to see something like that at montage as opposed to the same old, like, you know, okay, kiss here is here again this year. And they've got <laughs> the same show that they've had the last few years, yeah. you know, like it's nice to, uh, <laughs> It's nice to see something like that where it's, you know, all original music and uh all, and, and a lot of, all local they do a bands. lot of networking, man. Like these guys are these guys are really intense on their on their networking and making friends and yep. you know you know, getting each other's back on a lot of stuff. So I think that's right. how they get you know, they had a really good bill this year. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm just I'm curious to see what next year is. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. Yeah. Uh Breaking Ben came back uh this year. I they mean, did. In in a sense, uh, I know some some baby pe- steps, baby steps. Well, some people were on the fence because uh, you know they're. It, 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 I, I don't. Bad Lauren knows like none of these bands. <laughs> I, I've heard of Breaking Benjamin. Okay, well, they, yeah, they they well they they, they re- are on they rock re- band. They so. release they they <laughs> <laughs> they, they uh, reached a national success um, for for a while and then uh, kind of dropped off and then they had internal issues with each other. Some legal and, drama. Yep, uh, ended up uh, you know kind of. 
parting ways and going on hiatus. But then when, when Ben came back, uh, you know, the, the, the singer, he formed a whole new band. Uh, so, uh, some people who are kind of purists are like, well, the other guys aren't in it. So it's not really breaking Benjamin anymore. And then other people are like, well, Ben was kind of the band. He's the namesake. So, yeah. you know, essentially he, you know, he's the one who's the mastermind. So therefore who cares if, who the other guys are, but, uh, you know, one of the other guys is, is a local guy. And then the other two, I think are from other bands, uh, from, from out of state, but uh, I, we, we, you know, we, we were there and covered them uh, when they, they did their, their first comeback show. They did two sold-out shows uh, as their comeback shows, and then they did a short uh, acoustic tour. Um, and they just announced a whole bunch of new tour dates, too. Yep, yep. So they have, they have a lot of stuff coming. And, and it's, been, it's been a long time coming because for, for years and years, people say, well, what happened to those guys? So I'm just really jazzed that Aaron Brooks in the band, man. Yeah. I love Aaron. Yeah, that's, that's who I was referring to. Yeah, yeah Aaron's... Yeah. Uh, brilliant beyond his yeah i've heard he's a nothing but a nice guy a nothing but a nice guy and i ser- i think he's i think he's brilliant beyond his own conception mm. well you know and and so it's a comprehension it's Jesus. good that you finally uh you see people who like that who work hard they finally get success he, you know? he deserves it man yeah he's just great. a really talented guy uh he can write he can play he can sing that's the hat trick right of talent <laughs> I would say it was I was kind of a, a a passing fan of the band. I'm not like huge on them, but I, I you know I, I enjoy them for what they are, and uh, I uh, so I was happy tunes, to see man. They got a couple killer tunes. Yeah, yeah, and he does and he does a mean tool cover when he wants to. Yes, yeah. he does. So you know he's he's got he's got a good he's got a great voice. Actually, I was just kidding before. I don't really know Breaking Benjamin. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, thanks for lying. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I know Cold Town Rounders though. Well, yeah, we were just talking about them before. You're, yeah. you're a big fan of them. Yeah, I am. Well, they're, they're real talented guys. Too. They are. Their their album. Uh, they're also on. The, weirdly enough, on that that uh, same video that we were talking about earlier. Um, they uh, they did all um, old time like songs on on that mm-hmm. album, right? Yeah, a lot of covers. when you meet those guys, like they're like, oh, we're musicians. Like you never expect that they're- genre of music to come out of those guys, right? You know what I mean. The the and the their har- and their harmonies so their well. harmonies are unbelievable. Oh my god! Yeah, and no, they move around th- without hitting each other in the face with their instruments, which is fabulous. <laughs> no, I, I like I like Chris and I met through being Instagram friends. Oh, okay. That was the first time I met Chris. Yeah, and I was I was out somewhere, and he's like, "Hey, man, follow your Instagram." And I'm like, I, it was almost like one of those like, he knows me. <laughs> <laughs> my- so. He's a real sweet guy. Yeah, I've been real I've, funny too. Oh, he's hysterical. I've inter- I've interviewed him a whole bunch of times. That's kind of how I got to know him, and uh, I you know see him around all the time. And he's he's always very very cool, gracious guy. My I think my favorite thing that I've ever known him to do was um, I had talked to him right after he was at a rummage sale in somebody's yard, and he bought totally a, sounds like him. Yeah, he bought a giant cat painting. And I'm talking like it, it, the the size like like it takes up your entire wall cat painting. He just saw it there on the lawn, and he's like, "I couldn't leave without it. I had to have it." And somebody else was buying it, and he basically convinced the person to give it to him because he wanted it that much. Really? Like they were like, "Wow, I, I'm so impressed by how much you want this painting yeah. that you can have it." I wanted it, but you really want. Yeah, it. you so really want to. this. Yeah, thing. yeah. So I I've, feel like if I don't give this to you, your life will not be complete. <laughs> yeah. If I don't allow you to make this transaction before I, 
I think I, I think that's that says a lot about a guy who's that passionate yeah. about a cat painting. Yeah. So so yeah, I've I've always I've always been a fan. God, I would love to witness that. <laughs> so his uh, let's see what's what's up uh, what's up next? Uh, oh, the the factory underground opened this year. Um, so that's another another venue that uh, we didn't have before because we'll as we'll get to a lot of venues also closed this year too. So it's nice to see something that that opened. Yeah, uh, it's a, a small little club in in Wilkes-Barre. Uh, used it, the last last thing it was actually was a dance club. So it's nice to see. Uh, Is that the one that's all wood? When you go down, there, yeah, yeah, you it's, go into the bowels of this. It, building. Yeah, it, yeah, the the build the building is sh- is surprising because you see it from the front and it just looks like a boring old building, and then you go down these stairs and like there's all this like black light paintings and stuff, and you go because it used to be. Um, before that, it was a place called the mines. And so there's all these like, you know, the miners and things like that painted on the walls. Yeah. And I've so been you, in there. Yeah. You go down there and then, then it's just this huge club inside and, uh, you know, small stage, but it really, uh, it's cool. Cause there's different floors. It's got a weird app. It's got a, it's got a, like a, you know, an, an interesting atmosphere. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. And I've seen a bunch of shows there and they're, they've, they've gotten some cool acts. So I hope, I hope they continue to succeed into, in the next year too. Uh, oh, the uh, the first annual Electric uh, City Music Conference was this year. Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah, it did happen, <laughs> uh, w- which included the Steamtown Music Awards, uh, which um, I th- I think overall the 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 uh, the whole event was very well received. Uh, but it was also you know I, I definitely saw some infighting with bands about who was getting one and really you know, oh yeah tons of drama with you know oh this person you know shouldn't have gotten nominated and you know blah 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 and <laughs> really it's that. not the Oscars man I know it's so goofy and so silly but like we we won best underage venue in the Electric City this year yeah we're not a venue right. Yeah, I mean, it, they're just kind of those things that anyone can vote in. So it, yeah, it does. So I mean, if it was, it, you know, if I won, like, I would be just as surprised if I won best hairdresser. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but so, I mean, in in um, like in support of that though, there's not that many places that support local music in in an environment like ours. I, no, I like we say. look look and. In terms of underage shows, you mean? Right. Yeah. Underage. I, I, I mean, like we, 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 oh, I don't know if I should go into this. You Am also do my hair zero? very good. I would do your hair very good. Um, if you don't think you should say it, you should say it. We, we I mean, as far as 25-8 um, being a venue, I mean, the only reason we had a show in the first place was for the push. So we, right. we got together and, you know, we were like, Hey, can we put on a show here? And we're like, why not? You know, it's a cool, well, the push has that effect on people. Yeah. I mean, even, even if you pioneer a lot of things, right. If we were, if we were working at a country club, we'd figure out a way, the push would figure out a way to get us in the country club um, right. to play a gig. No matter where we, no matter where you are, Jim, the push well, the, will find a right, way. The country club would get into the push <laughs> right. in essence. Um, so and then from that, like, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't say no after that. You know what I mean? Cause I, cause me, like I want to see, I like shows. I like seeing town. I don't like going to shows, but if like, if like it's at my house, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, it, it just, I don't know what we're doing for 2015. I, I just, I just know that it's, it's, it's hectic to do them. 
You know what I mean? Like it's not, well, it's, it's a lot of work and that's <laughs> not, that's not primarily what 25, eight is for, you know, that's not no, what and it I is. Mean, it, and it's almost like, you know, if, if anything we do like special events and that's what, it would, what I guess it would be considered. Like we did, uh, the great party did, uh, um, a video release here. Um, fire the push fire with friends, uh, social, social states record release I thought was, was killer. Um, and then we've actually had some national acts come in. where like, nobody's here. And you're like, oh, we set up all day and four people came through the door and they're like a pretty good band. But, you know, so Mm -hmm. like I said, like, I I don't know what's happened with 2015. I hope, um, you know, we can we can we can do more. But 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 that needs to be seen because it has to do with um, (laughs) finances and it has to do with mental states. Right. Can I can I handle six bands tonight? And make sure that like everybody's doing their job. Well, I feel I feel like uh you know do it on your own terms and uh, do the acts that you want to see. You know the the you, you can't uh, just because I'm I'm sure you you probably have people you know all these bands are looking for places to go and play and stuff. So I'm sure they're knocking on the door. But you got to be selective with who you put. No, and I mean and and also like to be totally honest, like we've we've caught some crap mm. for not putting on shows for certain bands and it's like <clears throat> and it's nothing against like you know the bands it's just like we you know especially like Jimmy and I like we have we have our own type of stuff you know that we like right um, and being that it's not our primary source of of revenue is to be you know quote unquote like special event have shows um we try to be a little selective about like who we want to have here and look I for me, like, I don't care if you're my best friend, if, if you're good and and we like you like, cool. Um, and if it fits, right. That's important. Um, the, uh, electric city music awards, like we had a lot of hip hop here. Mm -hmm. Um, and unfortunately I wasn't here. I was up in Montrose filming a movie, but you know, this, and, and that's no, knock at hip hop. We're just really not like a hip hop place. Yeah. Like we're more of like a garage band alternative type of place. Like if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we, there's been a couple of, you know, emails and messages where I'm like, uh, and I yeah. feel awful, man. Like I want to, I want to, I want to give an opportunity to everybody and, and whatever, but it's like, you got to figure out if the juice is worth the squeeze. You know right. what I mean? And if it's, and if it makes sense, it makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense, then, you know, well, I mean, I, I get, I get bombarded with emails and messages and stuff every day. <laughs> and sometimes I just have to like turn it off and ignore it for a little while and come back to it. Or, yeah, you or gotta, like, I mean, uh, it, you know, like there's just too out, much, but nobody out here should think that like, you know, I mean, you get a lot more inqu- inquiries about stuff than I do. You know what I mean? But, but, but we both feel bad. Well, we both want to do it all. Yeah, we, yeah. we can't. No. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's there's a lot of gears at 25A and that's just, you know, one of the gears and it's almost like a gear that you can disengage and the machine won't right break down. Mm-hmm. Um if you engage it it might run it might work a little bit better towards the goal that we're trying to do, but you know, it's just like you got to pick and choose like when to put it in overdrive and you know, roll with that. Right. Right, Jim? Exactly. <laughs> uh the I think the Can only I just keep saying shit and you'll just be like mm-hmm. yep. well until I disagree. 
The only uh, the only other uh, music thing I wanted to mention too is uh, a little festival that I think is going to get bigger uh, to uh, the uh, uh, first Metal Meltdown Festival at Diane Staley. It was wow! I never even heard of that. It was cool. It was cool. Uh, um, it, at the uh, last publication that I was at, uh, we we had uh, sponsored it, and uh, I did a big uh, kind of a metal roundtable with all the bands that were playing. And we sat down and, and kind of discussed, you know, the local metal scene and metal music in general and stuff like that. And it was a lot of fun. And uh, those guys were really great to work with. And the event was really cool. It was, uh, it was two days, um, lots of bands, uh, mostly local. And then uh, they, they got a few acts from out of the area and uh, was well organized. Uh, it was it was pretty decently attended, too. And uh, I, I, they, they were a lot of fun to work with, and they said they want to work with me again uh, next year. So that uh, sounds absolutely delightful. Yeah, it was just cool, you know. And they're, the, you know, metal guys in general are just cool cats. You yeah. know, they're they're fun and they're laid back and they're ball busters and they know how to have a good time. And uh, they, it was just all day metal. Like you couldn't, if you were a local metal fan and you weren't there, like you, you really missed out. You yeah. know, because there's a lot of, you know, I know, I like you see the uh, the big stuff uh, that comes through every year, like the Mayhem Festival or the Uproar Festival and stuff, which I feel like the lineups. <laughs> are just kind of get worse and worse every year. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, or maybe it's just because I'm, I'm, I'm older now and, and like the younger bands are taking over and I'm not getting what they're, they're throwing at me. So I'm like not as into it, but, um, you see these, these people will come out for that every year. And a lot of times they're complaining about the lineup, but they still buy the tickets. And so I feel like, you know, stuff like this, people should be coming out and supporting the local bands first, because all of those bands started as local bands at some point or another. Uh So, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, more and more people will hear about this as it goes on. So I'm sure we'll be promoting that once it uh, kicks into high gear. Um, the theater, theater, uh, scene, had a lot going on. Um, the the vintage, you can speak about this, yeah. Which mm-hmm. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and please, which is please odd, do, Lauren, because I I I was never really a, a theater person per se. Mm-hmm. Like I worked in theater in high school, but mostly in the background, building sets and doing lights and stuff. Uh, but somehow I have uh, ingratiated myself to the theater community in this. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> it was just magical. And I just found people in the <laughs> theater community that were very uh, embracing. and Expectant Patronus. And then you were just... Essentially. Was- yeah. Then I got... I was... Uh, I, they put a hat on me. And then I was... Uh, I, I, they, I was put at this table. And then I, uh, I was part of the house. Hmm. Yeah. Great story, Lauren. That's Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's how it works in the, the local theater community, right? For those, for those who don't know, that's how it works, right? Yeah. Yeah. You get your sorting hat and Mm -hmm. it all, it all all works out. Yeah. So which, which, uh, which house did you end up in? Uh, I was, let's just say I'm not a Hufflepuff. Okay. That's fair. (laughs) You're Gryffindor. You're not. No, I think she's, she's hinting that she's not. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, so, so there's a lot of good plays this year, man. There, yeah. well, and, you know, and I, I think uh, Diva Productions was a big one behind that. Um, Page, they, they did, they did an amazing job. And I think, and uh, um, at Lauren's suggestion, uh, I think we should have uh, them on the podcast at some point. Oh my god! I want Paige and Bob on. They'll be in- Bob's got the voice, man. 
Bob's got the voice where it's like, keep talking, Bob. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. The Diva has been, you know, moved around to a lot of different venues over the years, but they finally found a more permanent home at uh, the old brick theater in uh, North Scranton. Uh, Main Avenue, yeah. Yeah. Or no, uh, Market Street. Market sorry. Street. Market Street, yeah. And that's where and you got to, you, you know, it's right off of Main. You got to give them credit for their tenacity, man. They never, yeah. though, th- Paige and Bob have no idea what the word, you know, quit means. And they've, they've stuck at it, you know, at least. God, I was do they they used to be down at the Moonshine. Right. The which is now the Leonard. Yeah. Uh back in like two thousand one, two thousand two, you know, and here we are, you know, thirteen, fourteen years later, man, and they're still going. Mm-hmm. And it's weird now because it's like they're stronger than ever. Right. You know, and they're getting a lot of support and they deserve it. And I, I like too that they're they're picking some ballsy stuff. You know, like they don't have they have Yeah, let's the, not let's not play it safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I mean they did they did uh Behanding in Spokane uh, that we covered earlier this year and it was it was so it was so fun to see a show like that where uh, you know the they they just do what they they wanted to do, uh, do a show that's a little more racy, a little more edgy, and uh, it not only worked, but it was it was sold out like pretty much every night. Yeah, like man. it was packed. Yeah. you know, and uh, that doesn't really happen with local theater. No, you know, which it, it was was really great to see. And granted, it is it's a small venue, so it's not hard to pack the place, but uh, it is when it comes to theater because people, and I was just having this discussion the other day. I don't know what it is. If it's, uh, people, uh, feel intimidated by local theater or if they, they don't like, like, uh, because the person is right on top of you and they're right there and they're the- live theater, theater, theater makes me in- incredibly nervous. And I, and I told, I think, I, t- I think I told Paige this, mm. I'm like, it makes me incredibly nervous because it's, you know, there is no, you know, if you screw up, man, like, right. it, like to me, you know, theater is, and, and I have nothing but utmost respect, especially for theater actors is like, you know, th- there's, th- there's no, cutting. I'm, fa- I'm familiar with bands, right? And I've seen bands play a song a thousand times and on a thousand first time they screw it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? In theater, like there's no room for error. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to be spot on for two hours. You got to hit your marks. You got to hit your moments. Um, especially your lines. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so theater makes me nervous, especially when there's like an oopsie. Right. Because you almost get feel real anxious. Do you get, do you get that feeling? Like if it, you, you're embarrassed for them, you know, like you almost like, Oh, yeah, if they make you know, a mistake. And, and you like, know, and you know what the strange thing is, is I, I, I kind of think that the actor isn't embarrassed. No, because they know to roll with it. Yeah. Like they're so good at like, uh, at like just rolling with it. I think Curb Your Enthusiasm did that when, uh, uh, Larry David was doing, uh, the producers and, and who was it? It was Mel Brooks and, um, oh my God, what was his wife's name? Oh, she was in the graduate and Bancroft and Larry David was totally screwing up the producers and they went across the street to the bar and, and Mel Brooks and Anne Bancroft are like, that's it we're over. Like we don't have to worry about the producers anymore. And then like somehow in the midst of it, Larry David like caught back on where he was supposed to be in the script and like nailed it. (laughs) So they were like totally disappointed that like, Oh, the producers is still living. (laughs) You know what I mean? But like when you watch that curb your enthusiasm and you see him like, uh, and it was like him and David Schwimmer were the two guys, uh, the max, I don't forget my norm. Um, <laughs> that wasn't even English. Um, it's really uncomfortable to watch. 
And uh, it was it was kind of funny to see the the opposite side of Mel Brooks being like, oh, my God, this is finally out of my life. Like we can put a nail in the coffin of the producers. Right. And then like Larry David nails it. <laughs> <clears throat> so I like I said, man, I have I have I have utmost respect for um, theater actors and I could never I I'd love to try it. I don't think I'd ever be good at it because mm. memorizing lines to me is just. It's tough. That's what you have to do. I mean, like in film or like even like, you know, television commercials or corporate videos or something, usually like you're, 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 you're vomiting the line to them right before they have to say it. And you're basically given line readings, like say it like this, you know, I did, I did theater all through high school and, uh, that's it's tough, man. More power to you. I, it you was, know. it was fun. I actually, I want, I really wanted to pursue that. And then I was like, uh, you know, I was doing the writing thing too. And it was kind of choosing between one or the other at that point, like what I was going to go to school for. And, and, uh, you know, I ended up just leaning towards writing, but, uh, but I loved acting and it brought me out of my shell. Cause when I was a kid, I was mercilessly picked on and uh i had a were a, you t- I, I had terrible should we happy gil or uh, billy <laughs> madison these people oh Good i w- think i called that guy yeah right <laughs> i i thought i uh i thought about it that's for sure and the uh the the kids were uh i didn't really have did you go to p- private school or public d- school well the, you know yeah uh i went to private school uh against my will and uh I couldn't, I couldn't convince my parents to take me out of it. And, uh, so I, I suffered through that until eighth grade. And then in, in, in high school, I got to go to public school. And so that, then at that point I was able to kind of start over and reinvent myself because right. most of the kids went on to more, you know, more private school yeah. and I didn't. So it was nice to be able to, uh, come out of my shell. And I, I always wanted to get into acting and I couldn't. Uh, because there really was no theater or acting or anything like that in a uh, public school you pay all, or private school, you pay all this money and uh, everything, everything about that school was all, I went to, I went to St. Pat's uh, which is now all saints Academy and um, in, in, in Scranton. And I, I hated every minute of it. And it was, it was, it was just wiping away all that brainwashing and stuff like that. Theater kind of helped me, uh, be comfortable with myself and, and come out of my shell and be able to just talk to people. That was a main thing. It's just, I was so afraid to open my mouth and have people judge me. And so it was really nice to be able to just say what I wanted to. And if you could do it in front of a classroom full of your peers, you can do it in front of anybody. So at that point, uh, I was able to, to, I, I forced myself essentially. It was how like, hard, how hard was it to do? Like the first, you know, what's, fu- times. what's, what's funny was, is, um, it wasn't that difficult because I knew it was always in me. Like I always wanted to do it. Like I always wanted to be, you know, cause it's, it's, if, if you can't, if you can't be like the handsome guy or the basketball player or whatever, you want to be the funny guy, you want to be the charming guy. And I always thought, you know, I'm funny. I have funny things to say, but no one's going to listen to me here. So unless I demand your attention from a stage, right. You know, like, (laughs) so, so when I was able to get up in front of people and and make people laugh and, and see my actual personality, then people were, you know, more, uh, I, I made more friends that way and I was, I felt more comfortable. So, uh, so theater totally changed my life. So I, I completely have total respect for people who, uh, keep at it and continue to do it. And, uh, people like, like the, the people at the diva are those type of people that are just sticking with it all these years. And I, I appreciate that. Cause I'd love to go back one day. I'd love to do, 
Why uh, don't you? A show or something like that. I haven't had the time. They, you know, they that's hold open t- auditions time is the tough for thing. every every production. Yeah, I know, and I I always I always contemplate it. I always think about it. And even if you don't act, Mark, you can engage with the theater in a multitude of other ways, such as synesthesia, synesthesia social on Sundays or drama club on Tuesdays, where you can go and draw artists or actors. And it, My life the, is dramatic enough. All the money, <laughs> all the money supports Diva at the Old Brick. Yep. Yep. And it's it's a pretty uh, neat situation. They got. Is it like a donation? Yeah, it's a donation. How much? Three to five dollars, depending. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. And it, a pack of smokes. And it's like th- three to five hours or something. It's, it's a like dollar a dollar an hour. It's like a ridiculously long period of time. And they get they get some ridiculous acts like the, uh, yep. the who was it? A couple of weeks ago, they had uh, the New York Chamber Orchestra. Yes. Yeah. They had a couple members of the Chamber Orchestra. Yeah. And uh, and then the next week they would have, you know, like a punk band. And then right. the next week it would be like the a Diva guy with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. 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 It's uh, incredible. Yeah, they on Sundays. I'm never home on Sundays. <laughs> it's uh, we got to go, Mark. The the artist who uh, who Sunday. does who does the uh, who has has the art on our uh, all our social media and on our website on the top of the page. Uh, you see the 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 drawings of the uh, the different musicians there. Uh, that's Ted Michalowski, mm-hmm. and he he uh, he hosts those uh, those socials, and they're they're a lot of fun. They're really cool. They're and they're they're different. You know, I mean, where can you go that you can. Uh, hang out and draw or just uh, just watch a band and and be surrounded by all these different types of artists and stuff it's cool it's a it's a very unique event that you're not gonna f- find in a, even a lot of major cities Jimmy you want to give a shot okay <laughs> <laughs> no it's neat even if you don't draw you can just watch whatever act is going on and just sit and hang out yeah, just the atmosphere is yeah. fun. You know, it's it it's cool. I I did a I I I did one a few weeks ago. I read some poetry at one of them, uh, with a couple of of other poets. That was fun. Oh, fun! It's always fun. I've done it a few times, and uh, it's always been enjoyable because it's interesting to be able to read to people and get their reactions right after because it's such a small, intimate space. So it's not like uh, you know, I mean, like kind like, of a like, stage but you, thing. But do you do it and get you know, cri- like criticism? No. No, I mean, no, I'm not saying like criticism is yeah, bad. I'm no, saying, no uh, just, yeah, people will, will like right afterwards, you know, say, oh, I liked this one or this one spoke to me or, you know, uh, what, what did this one mean or, or that sort of thing. And so that's, it's cool to get that direct feedback right away. So it's kind of, poetry is kind of my in between where I get to kind of act a little bit and have the stage thing, but also get to write a little bit ah. too. So I get my, you know. It's it's one of the only because uh, because obviously you know uh, uh, journalism is an art in itself but um, you know sometimes you can't say all the things you want to say or be as personal as you want to be so that's that's where the poetry comes in. Well, you know who else is a frequent guest on the Sunday event? Doug Smith. Oh, f- famous musician Doug, Doug Smith. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a good guy. Yeah. He Real is. talented guy. Very mm-hmm. talented. He he was one. He was uh, playing bass actually while, we, while I was doing the poetry. They actually had a couple oh. improv. Oh, it was like yeah, it was improv jazz. Oh my goodness! While while we were doing the poetry, which is a lot of fun. That's I've done it with perfect. Doug a couple times, and Doug is is super talented. And he catches on right away to what you're doing, and he gets the vibe going, and it's just that's it's great. brilliant. Yeah, it's cool because I mean, how, again, like where can you go and do that nowadays? It's such like a beat poetry thing, you know, from back in the day that you, you don't really see that too often. I think now. it's one of the, I think it's one of those things where it's like, um, 
like it, it it's just disappointing to me that like you know not so many people know about a lot of the cool stuff that 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 goes on around here right you know what i mean so something like that like i don't know i don't know i don't know why it bothers me or they're they're just dismissive of it you know they think oh that's yeah, not think, my that's you, not my thing think it's uh <clears throat> well i mean how do you know how do you know you don't like sushi until you try it you know? right exactly exactly I, I think people should just show up to these things until it's my dad all the time like. i'm like try some sushi he's like absolutely not <laughs> i'm like you, you don't know man it's an aphrodisiac <laughs> mom will enjoy it mm. <laughs> 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 okay on this on the sad side of things uh, the vintage theater closed after five years in business uh, that was that was that was a tough one because uh, the year before, uh, New Visions uh, Studio had closed, um, which you know had uh, you know which was a place where people could go and not only display art and things, but there were also a lot of art events, you know, poetry readings and uh, theater events and things like that. I mean, the 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 uh, it is kind of living on, uh, the vintage is kind of living on in a way uh, because uh, uh, Connor who who ran the, the vintage. Uh, is is also doing the Scranton Fringe Festival, which is coming next year. Yeah, I think they're doing all the announcements and stuff. I don't even know if we're supposed to announce it, but <laughs> I think they're doing all the announcements. Uh, first week of February. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, and I and uh, uh, I I don't know the month that it's going to be. I'm thinking September or October mm. of 2015 is when they're going to do it. Um, which should be a really cool weekend yeah well we're uh we're we're already signed on as a media sponsor so i'm i'm really interested to see uh i think connor has told me i have to do stuff for it so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know know to what capacity but i think connor's like you're helping that happens to you a lot me yeah Yeah, you're told where people are just say you're you're gonna help me with this yeah yeah it's i don't know is it catholic guilt i don't (laughs) it could be i don't know Gonna, I, don't, I don't know why I do that. I'm going to say something very inappropriate to you once the microphones are off. Oh, no. Say it inappropriate no, now. No, I can't do that. Why? <laughs> so, uh, what, what, what is this about the moonshine? <laughs> what? Seriously? Oh, she did that to you. Really? It was purchased by this uh, businessman, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> you will not tell me, will you? No. No, it's not happening. It's not going to Why? Happen. It's inappropriate. Well, I mean, is it, is it, in, it can't be, it can't be that inappropriate. It is. Like how inappropriate? Uh, it's on several levels, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I am I going to get scolded? A little bit. But that's not inappropriate. It that's is appropriate. The, it is the way that I'm going to put it. My mother used to tell all my teachers to hit me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can handle anything. My mom will even come down sometimes when I have clients here and tell them to hit me. Like, So I can handle it if you're going to say it. If you want to hold on to it, you I'm can hold, hold on. on. I'm going to hold All right, on. If you to want it. to hold on, but see, you brought it up and people are going to want to know. Yep. Well, they can comment then. <laughs> what did Lauren say? Because <laughs> I'm going to say it after, after this is over. She said that my naked silhouette is disgusting. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always imagine like gauging like my, my health, like Jimmy, Jimmy's silhouette would be absolutely awesome. Why? Cause I, I, cause I think you look like that, that, that boxer meme. Oh yeah. Like, do you ever see the guy who's like, do you ever see the guy who's like push ups? You mean earth downs? Yeah. That guy. Right. 
Like Jimmy, like when Jimmy flexes, like he's got he's got the build of like mm. a turn of the century, like bare knuckle brawler. See, he, he <laughs> just he just needs a handlebar mustache. <laughs> That's all, Jimmy. Jimmy, <laughs> I no. can't grow a mustache. Jimmy, either let's get you one. Okay, <laughs> I'll try it on. I can't grow. I can't grow facial hair either. Now it's official. I went to an ugly sweater party years. once, and I had to dye the peach hair that did grow in with five or uh, just for men, <laughs> so it became visible. <laughs> Otherwise, it just looked. It just, you had to catch it in the right skin light. Color. Yeah. yeah, you had to catch yeah. it in the right light. It or had to touch be backlit. it. Or just touch it to know it was there. You seriously just for mend? Oh yeah, yeah. I have a couple pictures around. I'll have to show you sometime. Did you look like? Um, uh, <laughs> it was disgusting. Did you look like um, when when kids would dress up as like the tramp for Halloween? No, I just looked like a creepy guy. Oh my god! It just was creepy. You're the only yeah. guy that's ever just for mend his his face. Just to go to a party. What was it? A Halloween party? Ugly sweater party. How, what's that have to do with your face? Because I wanted the beard to match my sweater. What's so ugly about a beard, Jimmy? It just doesn't look good on me. What kind it of was sweater was to it? Me. It was like probably one of the ones that I wore in the Christmas video or something, but I just thought it would look nice with a beard. <laughs> I don't know why. I just tried it. You were just, it, it was, it was two o'clock in the afternoon. You're like, you know what's missing? Yeah. I stopped at, um, uh, right eight after work and just for men, just for, for my men. face, hmm. dark brown. You know, that they, they make, they, they make specifically the little comb. Yeah. I think, I think I used that, but I don't know if the hairs on my face were long enough to comb at that point. <laughs> oh my God. Took a few days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, so, so as, as you were saying, Lauren, the moonshine, uh, which we didn't, we did mention earlier, uh, the, the moonshine, uh, was home of the diva theater. Yes. Um, and that's how I always remembered it. Uh, I remembered, uh, seeing shows, uh, by the diva theater in that, that really nice space. And it was, it's been sitting there closed for years. Uh, some out of town, uh, business owner bought it, uh, which is the, the same. I think he's in town now, right? well, uh, he lives in town. No, before before uh, he bought it, uh, oh, there so was years yeah, this, ago. Yeah, this guy. We we're talking like two thousand two. Yeah, we're talking. We're, yeah. we're talking the guy who called it the moonshine. I believe he was uh, out of New York or something. He came in, bought right. it, did one show. Place closed down. They never did anything else with it. Sat there for years uh, collecting dust. And uh, Charlie Jefferson, who he is uh, a local developer, he he, he I, I don't know if he, he might he might live here now, but uh, he, he didn't originally. That's what I thought you were talking about. I, I'm sorry. He he um, he bought the the Connell building and redid that as apartments. Uh, he owns the building across uh, the old from city hall, commerce, the old yeah. chamber of commerce. Uh, and I believe he is a he has a large hand in uh, the pavilion now, too. I believe he owns the mountain. Yeah. So so yeah. he he's he's uh looking to uh to to turn that venue around too, which is really great cuz uh it's a cool space, it's got a lot of history. Um as as uh Tom May from the Menzingers noted to me, uh Frank Sinatra played there at one point. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this this place uh and if you look at the history of the building in general, it's it's very very interesting. I mean, it's it got it had, it had everything there from vaudeville to performers to one point it was uh, a union hall and had all these old dances and things there. It was just it, it, a really really cool space, um, but un- unfortunately it just hasn't been touched in many years. So the the Menzingers had their holiday show there, which we talked about last week, 
and uh, it it was cool to see the place alive again, you know. And granted, it's not finished yet. I guess they're not finishing the renovations till probably about the spring. Uh, but uh, I, I'm I'm hoping that that turns into a new all ages venue uh, where we're going to see more bands coming through and. Uh, more of the local bands being able to have all ages shows and stuff. And maybe that'll help take uh, the hurt off from uh, things like the vintage and new visions and places like that closing down. Yeah. Cause I was, you know, I was kind of hoping the onus wasn't going to fall on us. <laughs> well, no, it, I mean, not to be at like, the, at this, you know, at this point it was it. maybe, maybe that, um, uh, that award was a hint, you know, like, yeah. We, we like your venue so much. Do it more. Or, But you could approach the king under the mountain and see if he'll help you out. <clears throat> From Lord of the Rings? No, the, the person. That, that was a weird Hobbit tie-in joke. It, it was. <laughs> it was weird and awkward, but I, was, I started thinking about the Hobbit and how I spent way too many hours trying to see that this weekend. <laughs> 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 and I was disappointed. Were you? I was a little bit. It didn't. I I spent a lot of time trying. Did you see to, the high frame rate 3D? I'm curious about. No, seeing that. I didn't. I haven't I, seen it yet. No, I saw it in 2D because I wear glasses. So I can't wear 3D glasses while wearing my glasses, and if I take off my glasses to wear the 3D glasses, I can't see the movie. I thought you're supposed to put the 3D glasses over your glasses. Yeah, and then I've got like it's all it's all sideways and get cockeyed. the LASIK. I don't need the LASIK. All right. Anyway. Oh, you know what? Me, Jimmy and I uh, watched a really good movie last night. Um, it's called The Guest. Watch it. Mm. It's incredible. It's like a throwback to like the 80s action movies. It's so good. No, thanks. It's so entertaining. It's I awesome. love 80s action movies. So oh, that's great. The soundtrack is incredible. Like the performance. That was my, that's one of my favorite parts of it was the soundtrack. Oh my, from the first like note, like <laughs> from the first like moment, the, the cinematography was great. The music was great. The performances were great. If anybody has a chance to see the guest, I believe it's available for rent tomorrow. We had to buy it. Oh, okay. So it's awesome. It might be my favorite movie of the year besides cool. like guardians or something like that. Yeah, that was, um, either that or, or, uh, captain America winter soldier. It's, it's I was tough. A, can I say I was incredibly surprised by how good yeah. the first one was like, eh, I liked it. Yeah, it has, it, it has, it, is, it had its charm. Yeah. But like winter soldier was like, yeah, Holy shit. it did take it up a notch. Yeah. And it was like, it was like all the good things that I loved about, you know, Remember, do you remember a guy named Alan J. Pakula? He was a filmmaker. He did like, um, he did, um, oh my God, all the president's men. Okay. Um, he did all these political films. His last movie, I think was the client mm. with Julie Roberts and Denzel. And then he, he, I, he passed away. I forget how he passed away, but, hmm. um, he did all these like political thrillers and I always loved like the style of like how he did it. And he was like the go-to guy for political thrillers. Winter Soldier was one of those movies where it was like, this is, they said know, the, it's smart and you blow shit up. They said they were inspired by political thrillers to do the they, movie. They had to have, and it's two brothers, right? Yeah. It's the, the Russo, uh, the Russo, <coughs> the brothers. Russo brothers. Yeah. The Russo brothers. Yeah. Um, I find it hard to believe that they weren't inspired by all of Alan J. Pakula's work. Mm. You know, it was, it was awesome. If you, if you get a chance to see Alan J. Pakula's movies, go check them out. 
<laughs> I don't know what to say after that. What the fork, Mark? Yeah, let's go on. Let's go on. Uh, yeah, the the uh, uh, f- the food stuff, uh, which which I think is interesting too, because uh, that's uh, to me that's part of uh, their arts and entertainment. You know, there's it's a whole other art into itself, the especially these arts. guys. The yeah, culinary arts. It is an art form. You engage the sense of taste. That's right. And also the visual senses in many cases. Especially uh, What the Fork and Peculiar Culinary Company. They're both uh, very talented uh, uh, people who... uh, Gene and Mario. Yep. Yep. Uh, So What the the Fork was on uh, national TV. They came in uh, second in a food truck cook-off on uh, Live with Kelly and Michael. Uh, And there's thousands of food trucks in the country, man. For Mm -hmm. them to hit number two. Right. Yeah, I was really rooting for them. And I didn't, you know, I, and I watched the program uh, and I was like, I don't know why the other guy won. Like they, they like freely admitted the other guy was like, oh yeah, I've had this kind of stuff before. And it just seemed like they were more interested in them, but they went with the other, the other guy. And I don't understand why. Where but was the other guy from? I don't know, to be honest. I can't remember now. It's a, this was, this was probably over the summer, I want to say. Now I have a, I have a question, uh, being the ignorant one in the group. Oh, thank God you said it. No, Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know these things. Now, when I came to this area, I noticed. When I moved to this country. When I, when I come to your country. No, when I came here, <laughs> I immediately noticed what the fork. Right. And I was, I was chasing down food trucks because where I come from. Food trucks are ubiquitous. In like high heels and a handbag. <laughs> <laughs> and running down 315 trying to get the, to the truck, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry, stop the truck! Uh, where I come from, there's food trucks you everywhere. You have falafel. Right. And, and I, I want to know, is What the Fork the only food truck in no. this area? No. no. Where else can I find but food I, trucks? But I will say that from what I've noticed anyway... Uh, when what the fork came along, then all of a sudden, about a hundred popped up out of nowhere. Well, you, I, I don't know you if know. you remember, but remember there was that big um, uh, city council problem where yes. where it was like the, the food trucks, the the brick and mortar restaurants were really unhappy with the food trucks, right? Because and they try to pass like this ordinance where it's like no food truck can be within like three hundred feet of a brick and mortar place, and but, I mean. Honestly, like, you know, social media and the people like stepped up. They're like, no, 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 no. Yep. Free market. Free market. Let these Mm -hmm. guys go where they go. Like they're not impeding. They're not hurting anybody. And, 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 and honestly, like the, especially downtown, like the, the food establishments are so diverse. Right you're really not picking into anybody else's business. Yeah. If you want a steak, you're going to Van Luger's. If you want, you know, an, an awesome pork taco, you're going to what the fork. Right. Wait, do they have, do they have beef tongue tacos i don't know if they have beef tongue tacos i know i've never i've never i've (laughs) i've never put in my mouth anything from what the fork that was not delicious oh okay yeah sometimes i don't even know what i'm eating let me just say that i i love the idea of food trucks a mac and cheese truck isn't there because for for a food truck to be in business it is held to a higher (laughs) standard than most actual brick and mortar restaurants hmm. because it's a moving vehicle that serves food. So they actually get inspected much more rigorously than you would, you would think as they should. And then their fines are much steeper. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot harder. To run it's, a, it's a lot so of, much harder. Yeah. It's much right. more difficult to run a, a, a food truck. And Mario's like, God bless him, man. 
Yeah. You know, not only like they, you know, they're they're opening up a brick and mortar down in uh, the Wilkesbury Square, aren't they? Yep. Uh, sometime next year. I don't think they've uh, have, have a date for it yet, but yeah, that's it's uh, next. I wish year. him all the luck in the world. He's such a sweet guy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're they're really great people, and uh, you know, they, I think they changed the game a little bit of how people uh, do do business around here. <laughs> you said doo doo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, peculiar no, is the other one that I think is, is really cool too. uh, Gene Philbin, uh, uh, also a really nice guy, really cool standup guy. Uh, you know, well, he, to me, he's like, if Santa Claus was, a, was, you know, 40 years younger and loved metal, <laughs> yeah. <that's> Gene Philbin, <laughs> like the nicest, most like <clears throat> happy. Yep. Person. enthusiastic oh my god love, loves what he does now i've heard you talk about his food before mm-hmm. tell now, me about it yeah he's uh, it's peculiar it is peculiar. I, that is one of my favorite words peculiar yes mm-hmm. and so it's definitely one of his too um he he do, he'll do um he uh his his big thing is um he not only caters and stuff like that but he does pop-up restaurants um sometimes within other restaurants so uh like he was just uh, he just did a a series of pop-ups at the uh, river street jazz cafe which i think everyone sold out like they always do Uh, you have to make your reservations in advance otherwise you you usually can't get in and um there he gives you he gives you kind of a a la carte menu and you pick uh you know what you want but they're all uh very you know odd choices they're things that are a little bit different like they uh uh, what, what did I have? Uh, the, the, I, I went to one a few weeks ago and uh, I had a duck grilled cheese. And that had have been amazing. It was fantastic. It was so cool. Duck is too greasy for me. Well, is it? see, the, yeah. the thing, I, I always hear people say that. I don't yeah, I don't understand greasy. what kind of duck you're eating. It, it is, but one. it fits in a grilled cheese because grilled cheeses it's are greasy. usually greasy yeah. too. Right. That's true. So it, it kind of goes together. <laughs> Right, that's true. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> no, I just like hey, there was such an innocence behind what you said. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's true. It just makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was very like it was very like bingo hall grandmother. <laughs> how you just said that? <laughs> oh, okay. you didn't get you didn't get I thirty five. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he ended up, uh, he was just on uh, Guy's Grocery Games on Food Network, and he he won. Uh, he, he beat all the competitors, and uh, it was it was a close race, but, I mean, he came out on top, and you could see you could see why he's very talented. So he's actually going to be on CNBC's uh, Restaurant Startup. Oh, uh, really? Next year. Yeah. He's Let's already, get him on here. He'd do it in a heartbeat. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and he's... And we can talk about food. <laughs> he might even bring some food. I would... I would. Then we're going to turn into... Kelly and Michael is that the name of the show yeah 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 we'll be the (laughs) you tell him you tell him all the stuff that I eat Lauren I don't even know what you eat you (laughs) eat some of the strangest shit I know ever and tell him to bring that but I think it's cool that these local chefs are getting this national attention for uh, the stuff (laughs) they're doing I think all the cool I I think all the stuff that we're talking about um, through through you know you know totally different um, ideas of, of art and culture and, you know, food and music and, and movies and stuff, you know, I, I think it just goes back to show like, man, there's a lot of cool stuff, right? Interesting stuff happening around here. And, you know, all you got to do is ask. Yeah. All you got to do is look. 
Yep. Like, what do you want to do? And I mean, your, your site is, is, is one of those things where it's like, it's like, it's like the hub of, um, and you do your best at it. I mean, there's some things that you miss, but sure. you know, but you're, 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 you're not, you know, you're infallible or you're not infallible. So you're not, <clears throat> you're not perfect. You're not a God yet. Um, working on it every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Just, I'm, I'm hoping to take the easy way out and just find like an ancient amulet or, or something that could just transform me into one. <laughs> That's worth millions. Just cool, cool yeah. superhero origin type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of this, the superhero who would like, what power would you have? What would oh, be the power that this amulet so that you could be, it, what, what is this infinity stone that you can get <laughs> that would give you <laughs> because all of those, th- no matter what movie it is or, or, or what comic book or whatever, or, or what story, those amulets or those like talismans or whatever, they always come with a price. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, what's the price that you think you would pay and what do you think is, is the special well, thing that you're looking for for it? That's why it's tough because, uh, you know, most people want the gift of flight because it's just be awesome to fly. But then, you know, there's all those things that come with that. Uh, you know, I mean, if you have wings, then you've got to deal with having wings and then, you know, people think Molting. you're an angel and, yeah. uh, you know, there's all the, the religious connotations that go with that. And, um, you know, or, or just, uh, being able to fly in general that, you know, having powers, just uh, people expect that you're going to be doing things f- for them, you know, well, you got to use them for good and save the world and stuff like that. So if I got to fly, you know, I'm not just going to be able to just fly to Disney World if I want. It's, there's going to be I all think these you should be. Are, I think you should be the selfish superhero. <laughs> I think <laughs> you should be, able be the to do guy what I want. who's like, <laughs> like you fly to Garrity's to get groceries because right. the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Yeah, that'll that'll work for you. Or like, hey, I want to go to Orlando, Didn't and you they do make that. that movie. Huh? Didn't they make that movie with Will Smith? Hitch hit uh, or not Hitch Hancock uh, Hancock, Hancock yeah. yeah no he wasn't at the end of the day like he he ended up he saved people oh I didn't see the movie yeah he was just <laughs> you're really referencing a movie like <laughs> didn't they shoot somebody in the Godfather <laughs> I did see an incredible movie this weekend where Will Smith plays Lucifer what yeah what was that called a winter's tale isn't it the one with uh, Colin Farrell? Yeah, Will Smith is in that. Yeah, and, and what's up with Will Smith doing like these like bit parts now? It, yeah, it was incredible. He's probably the biggest movie star on the planet, and he's like, "I'm going to do this small movie." His his last one didn't do too well. Uh, the one that he did with his son that was I blame the a, son. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't that bad. Okay. You know what I mean? And 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 oh, we just had this conversation. Speaking of. Um, underrated movies uh i just want to throw it out there in case people haven't ever seen it m night Shyamalan, good bad or indifferent whatever you whatever you think about him uh his movie unbreakable was probably one of the best uh origin comic book movies i think considering it was original material oh yeah it's it's very well put together very well shot um just the the whole construction of it is great Yeah. yeah his whole career after that Right, not not so much. <laughs> but yeah. Unbreakable is probably one of the, you know, I think I, you said it was ahead of its time. Uh, yeah, I think it was because I think if you put it out now, I think people would be more receptive to it. Oh, it would be huge. Yeah. Or it would be like, you know, because pe- now people are expecting to see, you know, Winter Soldier, Avengers, you know, but he did, 
And that was the kind of like the thing that I liked about Shyamalan from the beginning was he told like these big stories, but really small. Right. You know what I mean? So to have a superhero and a supervillain in a movie and just have it told from the perspective of like their little interactions mm-hmm. and to get character development from them into like they're, you're sympathetic to both characters. You know what I mean? Isn't he a Pennsylvania guy who like shoots in Pennsylvania yeah, he shoots, and stuff? He, he, <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan's the guy that when, when the, uh, when the tax incentives come out, he takes most of them and shoots in Bucks County PA. Okay. So all of his movies, uh, I, I even think the last airbender, um, which was that big, his, it was supposed to be like big a big flop. It was a big flop, but I think they shot most of it in Bucks County on sound stages. Yeah. I, I think they have sound stages in Bucks County now due to M night. Yeah. That, uh, that sounds about right. Cause it was, it was atrocious. It was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. We're, uh, we got to the food. Oh, the other, the other food story too this year was, uh, uh, eating a vegan cafe, uh, live to see another day. Uh, that, that was a place that they, uh, was one of the only, you know, vegan cafes in the area. It's definitely the only one in, in, it was the only one in Scranton for a long time. And I don't know of another one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there is. And he, uh, he was going to close down and, uh, he kind of got saved by a crowdfunding campaign. And so (laughs) that, uh, they're, they're still open and still doing business. And I think they're, they're bigger now than they ever were. Uh, they're more popular now because there's more awareness about them. Yes. Bless you. Okay. No, I think that's, I think that's, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's like, it's like a lot of these places around here, like, don't, I don't know. Like when the vintage, like when the vintage went, you know, went away and, you know, I, I think, I think for Connor and Teresa, um, and not to be, you know, I don't want to personally talk about them, but I think, you know, I think, I think that ran its course for them. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know that chapter closed and, and I think they needed to move on from to, to, to bigger and better things. So it was almost like, to me, I, I, I mean, on the outside looking in it, it seemed to me like it was a blessing in, in disguise for them. Yeah. Um, for them personally, for them personally. Yeah. yeah. I think it, and, 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 and I don't think that, you know, everybody understands like how hard it is to do what they did. Yeah. You know, it's that, that's, that's not a job. It's a way of life, especially at their age too. <clears throat> yeah. Connor started when he was, uh, what? 16. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, sixteen. He started all that up, and and uh, you know, Teresa was, you know, I mean, Jimmy, Jesus, you saw Teresa delve yeah. into that because you, you, you and her are chums. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember when she started it. Yeah, and I think uh, what were we talking about? The uh, the just the vintage in general, or uh, yeah, what were we talking about before? Where vegan I segued? Cafe. Oh yeah, so yeah, the vegan cafe. Um, Christian's a great guy, you know, and, and for him to keep doing what he's doing and look, I am not a vegan. Um, maybe one day it takes a, it takes a hell of a discipline, right? To, to, to do that, to, to, you know, our, in, uh, uh, our other, uh, guy that works here, Angelo, man, he's a total vegan and all he eats is like peanuts and like, I feel soy bad. sauce or yeah, soy, <laughs> soy <milk>. sauce. <laughs> um, I, 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 I kind of like feel bad, but he's, he's totally, you know, He's, he's committed, but Eden did when we did uh, when we had the great party uh, video release here, uh, which is a real fun time for uh, HO in Mexico. Um, Christian catered it, man. Like he brought he mm. brought food up here, and I was like, I'm not really a vegan, but I'm starved, and it was delicious, man. Like his food is just delicious. I think there's a little TLC in it. Yeah, 
Definitely. You know? So I wish I wish them all the luck, man. That that whole stretch of uh, Adams is. Yeah, might, right. That might be the new hotbed for. So it's like a renaissance there. A loyalty uh, yep. op- open up their second location there. Yep, they have the, the barber shop. Uh, there's the bog. Uh, now embassy now vinyl. The embassy vinyl moonshine. Yeah, that block is which just is now, like uh, Leonard. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot going on. Just that that little block there. I'm finding it harder to find parking over there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Exactly. For that reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, they should do it like they do. Like you park your. You ever see those machines where like you park your car and then it like goes into like a lift and then it goes into it was a Mission Impossible Four. I don't know if you saw that. I've parked in those. <clears throat> those are cool. No, they're terrible. <laughs> All right, I thought I thought it's just cool to look at. I never wanted to put my car in there. Yeah, but I was you don't like, want to put that. your car in that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a jukebox for cars. For cars, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pretty neat. Like the CD ones, not like the touch tunes. No, we're gonna we're just gonna buy property and make a you know triple deck parking lot or something. Let's do it. Let's just do that. Let's do it. Let's start an Indiegogo to build a parking garage. And we will valet. Yeah. We'll valet. For tips. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, and, and art, arts wise, um, uh, arts on Adams, uh, was an art, art incubator. And, uh, that, that, uh, unfortunately didn't, uh, didn't stay open. So they, they closed earlier, earlier in the year. And, um, it was a great idea though, to have, uh, a, basically, you know, for artists to have a space where they could go and they could just, you know, rent a small space in this incubator and, uh, you know, show off their stuff and things like that. Um, but you know, the, the art scene around here is strong with first Friday and stuff like that. And I, I think it's something that we'll probably, I think what, maybe when the weather gets nice, we'll do maybe a podcast on, on that sort of scene in general, I think is, oh, I is think interesting on location. No, just a uh, cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, we got to pick up the rig. Yeah. <laughs> it's got wheels. We could drag that thing anywhere. We're going to have to go downtown and, and do, uh, you know, three minute interviews with artists and stuff like that. We'll just sit on the square. Not in January. No, I don't think they do it not. in January. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, no, I think I they think take they January as the coldest month and they just right. wait until February. Well, we could just sit out there and talk to nobody except for each other and talk about how cold it is. No, it'd be yeah, awesome. It'll be, be awesome just too. to do it. And just like whoever's like Walking walks by. by. Yeah. That could be dangerous. <laughs> what, what, what's the worst that can happen? We're uncensored. I don't know. I just somebody can <laughs> Do you take so the rig right away from us. Well, I mean, don't if there's scared, a crime, there, like, that'll be funny, right? Yeah, for you, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be out of business. We'll make it work. But the 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 pop up studio, however, did did uh, get some national attention. They were on, uh, you know, HuffPo and all those for uh, their the pothole thing, wasn't it? Yeah, for their pothole thing, that was pretty cool. Uh, when was this? Over the summer? Uh, yeah, over the summer. Yeah. Uh, they did, uh, they, uh, I would say, I think it was 2012, they did uh, an exhibit called uh, Pothole, uh, Positively Filling Negative Space. And uh, it, it, they they were taking potholes and filling them with different things. And, and you know, most of them were, were, were funny. 
uh, just like a, a silly take on you know the pe- the fact that people complain about the potholes around here, and then they kind of opened it up uh, this past year to a, a public contest, and so people sent in all these different things and stuff. It was it was a lot of fun. It was cool, and some of them were on uh, billboards and stuff around town. So you know if you're if you're one of those people who didn't end up you know getting to see it in in person, you could you know see it that way, or you can see them online. You know, I'm really glad. I'm really sad that I missed this because in high school, in my last year before I turned. Uh, from a minor to a an adult, yeah. I really, 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 really wanted to fill in some potholes with what looked like lava, just like painted <laughs> in. Like that's what I wanted to do as a when I could still be considered a juvenile in case I got caught. That's all I wanted to do. Mm. I didn't do it. Can you? That's your grand ambition. <laughs> that was my ambition when I was seventeen. What I would you to, fill it in with? What's paint. One? It was paint. Oh, paint. But I wanted to paint it like lava. Oh, okay. So because you can't step in the lava, you know. Mm-hmm. It's the cars, so the cars mm-hmm. would have to avoid it, and it would be actually make it easier for them to avoid the potholes. So Specifically hit, on Grand Avenue hit, by Kinderkamac and Montvale, it was like, I wanted to paint that whole road because it was full of potholes. So when they hit the paint, it would splash? or No, they would just be able to miss it because you can't touch the lava. <clears throat> Does every driver know that game? I think every person should know you don't touch the lava. Like The red, right. the red square's the lava. For a head-on don't collision. touch the lava. Right. I'm hoping Lauren... <laughs> What are you talking about? Well, who would be responsible for a head-on collision? Lauren, I don't think you thought your plan through. <laughs> That's why I wanted to do it as a juvenile. Hmm. Oh, my God. I, I was thinking just fill it in with sand or dirt. Right? Well, I mean, that's... Or modified. That's, that's what you, you would normally... Anyway, in. what I'm saying is I'm sad that I missed this public contest. Yeah. Because this sounds... Because you could have you could have put lava in there. I totally could have painted a pothole I mean, you could Google it. There was some really creative stuff. Yeah, there was some fun ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's one with candy and a girl's eating candy out of it and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, there's... I, was, I saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah. Some, some, some funny ones. And then uh, just general stuff that happened during the year. Uh, there was the, uh, the Sunny Rest Resort in the Poconos is a, a nudist resort. And they also made national news and stuff because they had a nude beer festival where nudity was required. You had to walk around nude in certain parts of the resort to attend. And uh, it was just a fun, quirky story, you know, like nothing uh, particularly crazy because, I mean, this this place has been around for, it was close to 20 years or something, like 16, 17 years, something like that. So they've been around a long time. So I, I don't know why this particular out of all the events they do year round uh, was the one that people latched on to, but it was. So a lot of people talked about that this year. Jimmy, would you, would you ever go to a nudist uh, colony? Um, I would only go with clothes on and I don't feel like that's fair. So I would say no. What would it take for you to go without clothes on? A big sensor bar. <laughs> <laughs> a big fair sensor enough. bar. Fair enough. That would be funny. <laughs> Yeah, that gotta, wasn't a compliment to myself. I'm just saying a big sensor bar. You got you got to you got to have a lot of confidence. <laughs> it was to help to other people. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the a lot of these things too, they're just uh they're the regular everyday people, so you, you're not going to see a lot of, you know, supermodels. No, no. Hell McPherson is not going to be there and you're like, "Damn." Right. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, my grandma." Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I guess that's where the beer comes in. Yeah, I don't drink, so yeah. Well, th- that's going to be so, burned in the retinas right till, till the end of my days. <laughs> <coughs> Guess what you saw? Naked ninety-year-old. <laughs> Never getting that back. 
No. This no. is why you're not in the healthcare p- profession. No, as I light up another smoke. No. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> thanks for letting me smoke in here. Oh, that's anytime. My vape. Anytime. There, this there, is how you try to quit smoking. You lose your vape and you're like, well, I, I can fall back. So, so you, <laughs> the, the, the fact that you're chain smoking, I'm sure it means you, you had a, a really great holiday. I had a, I had a, I had a rough, uh, it's been a rough couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, th- I think, uh, I think a lot of us have, I th- Lauren is the only one who seems, uh, pretty, pretty chipper about you her. You can't holiday. read Lauren. You know what I mean? Lauren's Lauren is, I don't even know how to describe her. She's like a, you're like the monolith from 2001, man. Like I, I, I don't know like what you're thinking to me. You are like a mystery wrapped inside of a riddle wrapped inside some bacon. <laughs> That's why. That's partially why. Because yeah. I never know what you're thinking. I never know like what's next. Because you'll be, you'll say to me something like, "We need to talk," and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" And then when you it's tell me it, and I'm like, "That's it." <laughs> like the walls of Jericho are gonna like in my mind. I'm like, this is the end of Lauren and mine friendship, and it's like. I think I want to get Chinese food. <laughs> like, and I'm like, that's what you wanted to talk to me about. And you're like, yeah, I really didn't want to make you mad about that. And I'm like, why? So that's why to me, you're, I never know what's going to happen next. I never know what you're thinking. And you always keep me on my toes. And I appreciate that. I'm happy we get to do this so that I get, so that the world gets to experience that. Oh, I mean, that in the nicest way. And you're like, and my favorite part about you is 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 your 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 thesaurus like knowledge and your encyclopedic knowledge of stuff that blows my mind. Except for local things. <laughs> yeah, you know you know shit. I about don't know. Local. I don't you know have, anything. You have you have contributed <laughs> nothing. Nine to this. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Instead of going like your your contribution to all this was like who what. what? <laughs> huh? What's that? Well, maybe I know maybe in Jersey. It maybe it helps if I if I ask because maybe our, some of our listeners don't know. No, I think I think is. I think the only. But I think you know if we all went if we all came into this knowing what we know, um, and knowing all this shit, like it, it's not it's not interesting. I'm not saying like the last hour has been interesting. You know, it's just us. You know, recapping. You know the year, but I think you have to. I think you have to have somebody come in with some naivete about what's going on to to, to continue the conversation instead of Rich going like, "What the fork is good?" and I go, "Yes, it is." Oh, yeah. And then like that's the end of the conversation. One more thing about what the fork mm-hmm. Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you want to go? I got, I gotta go. Okay. The the uh, uh, Toyota of Scranton uh, is uh, having the truck there. Uh, all Saturday, I think it's 11 to 6, uh, they're giving away free food all day free. as kind of a thank you to the community sort of thing. So that, that's that's pretty cool. So yeah, we'll have to stop by and uh, uh, get some free What the Fork. I, th- I think the only other things that, I, that w- w- were, were just general stuff, uh, there was the TED Talks in Scranton, which was cool that we had that. Um, and uh, the, uh, the Apparently Kid uh, that was on WNEP, uh, the, the kid who just, you know, he, he, he was just saying funny stuff. He kept saying, uh, the word apparently, which is where he got the nickname. And then, uh, 
They uh, they put him on national they television. Milk that kid. Oh I yeah, hate, he was I on. Did not like he that. was on Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, I think he was. He even did a commercial. Like they, he was on everything. Yeah, he was like, on Ellen like a, a whole month. bunch of times. Yeah, you know, good for, good for NEP for for giving that kid right. You know, it's opportunity. But man, <laughs> yeah, they I, did. And I like Ellen, but man, they just. <laughs> <laughs> they saturated. It got old quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he's still adorable and he's still cute, but like, you know, small doses, man. And you didn't, you didn't even hear about him. I don't know who he is. No, that's Ugh. that. That might be a good thing. Cause any, anytime, uh, that stuff blows up, then you just, you get, you get either the opposite, Apparently, you get one reaction where they're like, I want to hear it all the time kid? or they don't want to like hear about dinosaurs. It at all. <laughs> like that's how he talked. He was, he's adorable. He's totally cute. He's totally cool. He's like the turtles kid. I no. like turtles. No, that like kid was like, I like turtles. Yeah. Like that one. I like no, that, he's I like not. that kid. No, they, he, he, the apparently kid, it, it seemed like he was a 90 year old trapped in like a six year old's body. It was amazing, <laughs> but I think they overdid it. And that's then. just me. Do you want to wish uh, good wishes to everybody? And yeah, I, well, I mean, to me, my my uh, my favorite part of the year personally was just being able to to start this journey to to found NEPA scene and uh, do something that I always wanted to do and never had the opportunity to do, and it just kind of got thrust on me. You know, it was something where you know life just kind of took me there, and uh, it's not where I thought it would be at the beginning of the year, but. No. <laughs> Uh, is it ever? No, it never <laughs> is. It never is. You know, I could do without the the financial instability, but uh, mentally, I feel a lot better about everything. It's I'm doing stuff that I actually care about and believe in, and and this and this opportunity has been great too because uh, I used to do podcasts uh, years and years ago. Uh, and nobody around here listened to them. I mean, they were around. You know, other people listened to them from. Uh, around the the country, but we had nobody that here would listen because nobody knew what the hell a podcast was. And yeah. to an extent, they still don't. You know, they still haven't exactly caught on here the way that they should have, or the way that they have in the rest of the country. But uh, we're hoping to change that. I mean, I mean, for me, Jimmy and Lauren, um, and I don't, I don't mean to speak for them. I can just speak for me. You know, I think I think we all agree the same thing that we're really proud of you, and um, we're really excited about what you're doing. And uh, damn the man, save the empire. Do not relent. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, man. Um, and we're here for you. Well, uh, I, I appreciate you uh, opening up your studio to doing this. This is this. We told this is a we, lot of fun. we told you we told you when you left the mothership, man. We're like we're here for you. Like yeah. whatever you need, brother. Yeah, you know. So I I think what you're doing is awesome, and I'm I I couldn't be prouder, and I couldn't be uh, you know short of making out right sure <laughs> my feelings for you are, are very high well i've al- i've always appreciated back back to when uh i met you years ago as a reporter doing a story on 25 <laughs> on that shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the start of this whole thing yeah uh so i've followed you through the years and i've always enjoyed uh what you what you guys have done so i think it's it's cool to be a collaborator now too so i, I appreciate the <laughs> the opportunity to be able to collaborate with and you guys. well and we're honestly like man like we're welcome to have you and uh as far as 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 what um we're doing for uh 2015 yeah uh, at 25 ocho um uh, there's some stuff that you got to keep your eye out for. I think there's some really exciting things. I can't really, 
we announced Tommy Graham, but we got a couple other things in the bag, especially on the studio side with, uh, and it's the stewed at 25, eight. It's, you know, Jimmy's his own thing. Like you know, a stud with I, an E. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I'm not the overlord of Jim. Mm-hmm. Am I? No, I don't think so. I don't feel like it. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I just, I just, you know, Jim, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're life partners. <laughs> we're partners as friends. Right. You know, right. We're partners in every manner of the word. And I love you to death. <laughs> By the end of this podcast, we're all skipping off into the sunset holding hands. Exactly. <laughs> Put it that way. At the, can, we end, can we end it with Chariots of Fire? Please. All right, we'll do that. Okay. Um, no, Jim, sincerely, man. I'm, no, true. I, the last year Same here. for you has been awesome. Um, Lord knows I've made my mistakes and I'm trying to make up for them. Oh, what I'm doing. <laughs> Same here. We um, all learn and move on. And- <clears throat> yeah, but I think 2015, I'm optimistic. I'm really optimistic and excited. How about you, Lauren? And scared. <laughs> yeah. 2015. 20, uh, yeah, Lauren's over there going like, I'm going to go to what the fork? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to yeah, I'm gonna eat some sandwiches and plan a vacation. And pour lava into holes. Oh, into, I'm still uh, going to do that. All, all potholes all no over idea. the place. You should totally do that. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do that. All right, babe. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a good, that's a good goal. So I, I haven't taken a vacation do. since uh, 2003. Wow. wow. Yeah. You're yeah. due. Jimmy takes yeah. a vacation like every two weeks. Yeah, you have to. Mm. Yeah. Jimmy thinks he's like the CEO of, uh, he thinks he's Richard Branson. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's he, he owns Virgin. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Jimmy has like an <laughs> island down in, off of, uh, off of South America somewhere. It's private. He owns it. Um, on the island is a lot of vending machines. And, of course. Uh, and Coke machines. And multiple, multiple flavors of ice cream. And um, YouTube, because that's YouTube, yeah, yeah, and then J- that's Jimmy's heaven. <laughs> and I get back and forth by riding a UFO <laughs> <laughs> or Rich's superpower wings. Right, Rich gives you rides. Yeah. Rich gives you flights. <laughs> that that power, by the way, uh, the one that I would probably go with uh, is uh, the healing factor. I would want. I would like healing, wo- like Wolverine, like Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. We're and because because you also extend your life for a long period of time. The the thing that you pay for is the fact that you know you have to watch everyone you love die. Yeah, and you live on. I would give my left leg from the knee down to be omnipresent. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that means. To be everywhere, everywhere, all at school. once, all at once. So you want to be like Professor Xavier? Yeah, kind of. Because he puts on Cerebro. Probably, probably more like Doctor Strange because you can, you know, he can project himself. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, which I'm I'm really excited to see yeah. him as Doctor Strange. Very yeah. cool. That's, that's pretty that, exciting. Yeah. Too bad it's not, that's not in 2015. I think it's next year though. Mostly I want to get so is, it. Isn't it like the year after, I think? I, th- I don't know. They released the schedule and I just did the thing that I hoped I never did. What's that? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch had two roles in The Hobbit. I know. No, I don't. He was he was Schmaug. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I can't say unless. Oh, in the new one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't tell me. Yeah. No, I kind of okay. want to see it. So is that it? Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> we wrapped up. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think. What are I we going to do next for- year, man? 
It's only a week away. <laughs> we <laughs> right, yeah. We're talking about it like uh, you know we're we're no. It honestly, uh, I I have a lot of things planned. Uh, we're we're really. I mean, when I say we're just getting started, you know, it's such a cliche, but we really are. Like this is just the 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 stuff that we're doing now is tip of the iceberg. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I have planned coming up for 2015 that I think is really gonna. Uh, change the way that people look at uh, media and content and the way that it's presented in in this area. Uh, we're gonna have a f- we're gonna have fun and we're gonna do things that I think are gonna be um, not necessarily um, revolutionary, uh, but things where it's like, why didn't anyone do this sooner? <laughs> you know, those types of things. And and we're gonna have a lot of uh, special, interesting guests. It's not just gonna be us sitting around. No, like yeah, we're in, like we're in a living room smoking a hookah. We're already like, like I, I get a lot of messages from people looking to do the show, and so just January already, we have a variety of of guests coming up. So there, there's there, there's some interesting stuff to look forward to on the 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 podcast in general. I think is going to grow and develop, and uh, you know we'll probably come up with more segments. Uh, we'll probably be uh, get more of a regular format. If maybe that's that's what people want. Do 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 you guys want a regular format or do you want to see uh, more of this kind of freestyle kind of stuff? Uh, let us know. That's what the comments are for. You can comment on the SoundCloud page. You can comment on our uh, the NEPAScene.com, Facebook, Twitter, however YouTube. you want to tell us. You can even comment on YouTube. Yep. Uh, when the, the YouTube videos make go sure you up, subscribe. Yes, please do. Uh, Subscribe and, to the NEPA Scene podcast. And, and tell people. Because or just NEPA Scene in general, right? Yeah. It's NEPA Scene on YouTube. That's right. Yeah. All, all, of our, all of our social media is the same. It's slash NEPA Scene. So um, it's so real easy to find us everywhere. And, and we are everywhere at this point. Uh, you know, even on Instagram. We're on Instagram, too. I just Instagrammed. I want to um, just give a, a, a little uh, thanks to um, Jimmy for, for doing this. Oh, anytime. Um, I'm happy you can participate, and I'm happy you can um, execute. Well, that's what the NEPA scene is all about. It's about helping each other in the, the community, whether it's music, film, arts, entertainment, anything. That's right. And I'm also um, thankful for uh, Jared Tobin for putting, the, uh, for putting the videos together. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's, uh, that's a lot of stuff to go through. Yeah, we're all yeah. doing this, you know. For less than nickels. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. We're all doing this because we believe in it. And that's, that's the main, I, I think that's why we've, we've seen the support that we have uh, just in the few months that we've been around. Uh, the outpouring of support has been overwhelming. And a lot of that is just due to the fact that it's like, not only are, are uh, the stuff that we're doing good and, and uh, uh, well put together, but um, people feel like uh, there's there's a real story behind it. You know, it's not just some corporate entity telling you how to feel about things or uh, deciding what content makes it out there and what doesn't. You know, it's it's uh, people no. who actually are embedded in the community that care about the. Community. And I think and I think I think the four of us especially are also so diverse in in our ways of thinking and 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 what we're passionate about um, that it, that it kind of it, it it blends to a very good. You know, four totally different ingredients that makes uh, a really good cake. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. So, I mean, we, do we know who our guest is next week? Uh, yes. Uh, our our guest next week uh, will be a gentleman named Rich Perry, 
who uh, he does a column for us every week uh, on Mondays, uh, which uh, just came out today, actually, uh, called Strength and Focus. And um, he is a uh, health and wellness coach, a life coach. So I probably shouldn't be smoking next to him. (laughs) He'll coach you out of it. He'll, he'll, He'll convince you that it's bad for you. Let's, that's what he does. Let's try that. Yeah. And, um, he also, um, he's he also coached me out of smoking, man. All it's worth a shot. He's also one of the guys behind the, the, the May day festival, um, uh, every year in Wilkes-Barre, uh, which is a, a music festival that's been going on for the past few years. And, uh, so he's, he's a musician as well. So he actually has a conference coming up at the Hilton in Scranton and, uh, Basically, to, to how to how to help you uh, follow through on your New Year's resolutions uh, and uh, improve your life in many different ways. Uh, oh my God, I need to. This is going to be like a therapy session. Yeah, for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think I think it'll be interesting because I, I it's going to. I be, might put him with you and lay on the futon. <laughs> it'll definitely be a more personal uh, podcast. Uh, where where is he going to like call us out on crap? I don't think so. I think he should. He's a nice guy, but I mean, I guess. Yeah, but you, I, but, but I don't. I don't to. think you know. Being honest to me isn't isn't rude. Sure, I can call you out on crap, and he. I can, know you're going to do it can, after this. Yeah, he can. Still waiting talk for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we'll, uh, I, I, I think I speak for all of us. Um, for those who do listen, it's greatly appreciated, and we hope you listen every week. Um, the videos go live every Friday, right? Um, the podcast goes live every Tuesday and, um, we're going to do a lot more, um, exciting things such as musicians and maybe we can get Gene in here to whip us up something nice. Yeah. Even, even if it's like, Hey, here's how to make chicken salad. I'm sure it'll be delicious. Like, we don't <laughs> have to bring in like a hot plate for him to like cook, but only if sure. we can do it with the awful, <clears throat> with the what? With the awful. He'll know what I'm talking about. All right. I think so. he should come in and teach us some crock pot recipes. You're all about the crock pot. Yeah, because it's like you set it and forget it. And that way it'll be beneficial to us as well. Crock pots are I, awesome. So I'm all about lazy cooking, thing. man. Yeah. I'm all about I lazy, a lot healthy of cooking. Are. I just had a, a crock pot meal tonight, actually. So Yeah, yeah that's the way awesome. to go. Set it in the morning and then you come home to it nice and warm. I don't trust that. <laughs> well, I really, it, it frightens me. We'll put it outside. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So do you want to thank you? Yes. All for paying attention and listening. And um, we love all of you and we look forward to uh, you loving us back. <laughs> St- uh, stay safe. Have fun uh, this uh, New Year's Eve. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next year. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. <laughs>